Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, folks, welcome back to Jay Talk. Uh, you know, your host, Jay, and of course, the other co host. See, I'm even going to cut you off when you do that now. You got to wait for the applause. I got to throw it in there. You know how much it drives me crazy. I know, I know. <laughs> so, and there's our comedy, comedic relief, as he likes to call himself, Mr. Nick. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to do that every time. I know. I'm doing great, man. The shoulder, you know, from the surgery, I, I went and did my first uh, physical therapy today, like the real hardcore deal. And man, it was great. He showed me some new exercises. He was unbelievably amazed at how far I've, my range is and my motion and the strength that I have in my arm. And I haven't really done anything, you know, like hardcore. I'm not going to push it because I've heard too many rumors about rotator cuffs. You can re-tear them when they're not completely healed. Oh, yeah. It takes four to six weeks to heal, maybe eight weeks for some people. I'm luckily a quick healer. So the, he was real impressed. And he's like, go to Academy and get you a couple weights, but don't go over such and such. And then I'll see you Thursday. So it's going good. good. I'm, I'm two, happy with it. Two, three or five pounders. Well, I'll, he, he, we don't want to push it now. I'm only going in four weeks in right now. So I have one pounders and I'm just doing like, Standing with your arms dropped and bring up to your chest. Yeah, just down, curls, basically. Chest, just yeah. curls. Just, but not like, you know, doing the biceps, but, you know, putting all the muscle, pushing all the muscle all the way down your arm that allows your shoulders to do the work. No, that, there you go. And, and laying down and lifting your arm up and lifting your shoulder up and doing stuff like that. So I have a whole set of new stuff that I'm doing that I really like. Good for you, man. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So what's up with you, brother? Not much, you know, just uh, had a good weekend, went to my parents this past weekend and helped them work around the place. You know, it's it always makes you feel good when you can help your parents out and do things around the house they can't normally get done. You know, right. it's a rewarding thing. I know people think it's a it's an expected thing, but it's also can be very rewarding. Right. You know, so it... Uh, you know, my parents are getting older, so it's it's always nice to help them out. You know, I don't get to go over there as often as I'd like, or maybe even, you know, whatever, because of, you know, you got your real life, and you got your own life, and you got your own kids, so just always kind of nice, but, you know, and of course... You'd like to make them a priority, but now with kids and all that stuff, the job, yeah. Yeah. Gotta, when you can, you got to get it taken care of. My mother's screaming at me right now. She's wanting to... um Go do some test cooking, which we always do. Oh, that sounds like yeah. Fun. Like once at once every couple of months, we get together and we'll make a pot of gumbo and we'll try something new. Like one, she got excited. We started making empanadas, 
Okay. And we had a lot of fun doing that. Okay. Because we put meat in some of them. We put uh, apples in some of them, peaches. So it, it's a hard process, but it's a lot of fun. Mom and I like to do a lot of cooking stuff together. It's fun. Yeah, see, that's kind of cool. I like that. So that's that's not too bad. So, but yeah, no, it's other than that, you know, I did this dating event, singles event, whatever you want to call it, you know, on Sunday. And, and that was a lot of fun. And, uh, oh, what, why do you got to <laughs> laugh at me? Okay. So this is, cause you know, I'm like, tell them what you're doing. Tell them what you're doing. Cause yeah. it just cracks me up. I know. I love I it. Don't get me wrong. I love it, but still. Oh, no, no, no. You made fun of me. I know. I know. It, it was pretty funny. And I even <laughs> shared your joke. So, um, yeah, this, that's kind of our segue into, you know, we're doing another little episode, kind of a catch up episode of, you know, Hey, dating part three, online dating. <laughs> I know. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, or should I do this? <laughs> that's probably about accurate right there. Yeah. Cause you know, I got no callback. So, you know, then it was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it was a, actually, I will say it was a great event. Um, and the event was, um, here you go, folks, axe throwing. I know. And Nick's favorite joke, you're going to love this. He said, really, you're going to put a bunch of divorcees, single people with axes in the same room. Come on. What's wrong with this? What is wrong with this picture? <laughs> Disgruntled, divorced, single people that can't find a date because this online crap is ridiculously, I don't, there's no, there's, I don't even know if anybody can be a professional at online dating. I mean, how do you master something like that? How do you even get good at it? Uh, Years and years and years. Oh my God. Yeah. But even then, I mean, it's, you know, you don't want to be a professional. You want to be off the damn thing. Come on, as people. quick as possible. Yeah. If you became a professional, you would be really good at saying something creative to get them to respond, male or female, doesn't matter. You would have something creative to get them to respond, and you would text and whatever, maybe get to the talking point, but taking that next next step to actually meeting, that's where, in my opinion, it it falls really short. No, yeah. For me, the texting, it'll go back and forth on on whatever site or however it works, and then it just kind of fizzles out. And I'm going to tell a couple stories that's happened to me since I signed up on Match. <laughs> oh, come on. You just barely got on Match. You, you you have another story that I do want you to tell because um yeah, that one was kind of crazy. Um but, you know, yeah, it it's um we're going to talk a little bit about Match. Um, I know, I think we talked about Tinder and we talked about Bumble last time and right. we, we rarely touched about unmatched. So, um, because this is, I think this is the second event I've been to in two months. Has it been two months? Yeah. Cause it was a couple of months ago. I was going to go and I chickened out and backed out the last minute. Remember? Yes. Yes. And I made a crude <laughs> joke and you thought it was funny, but you were like, still ain't going. And I was like, come <laughs> on, dude. So, um, I'll tell the crude joke that way you you know you guys can hate me from the beginning. Um <laughs> bad. it's not that bad. No, come on. It was it, it was okay, I have a sixth sense of humor. I really do have a sixth sense of humor, okay? And if you don't find this funny, I'm sorry. 
that you don't find this funny, check your funny bone because it really was hilarious. Um, you know, I'm not sorry I said it. I really do. I, it, it was really funny. So the the last event I went to was a fencing event. And this is the one I tried to get Nick to go to. And he chickened out on me. And I literally, I looked, I, I, I called him up and I'm like, dude, you coming? And he said, no, 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 I'm going to skip out. Dude, really? Why? And he said, no, nah, just, you know, I don't And he's just him hawing about. And I'm like, dude, come on. I was like, it's fencing. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, where else can you poke a woman in public and get away with it? Put <laughs> <laughs> oh, our on. studio on, he says. Yeah, there you go. Come on, people. You, you, that, that was funny, okay? You know, it, it's a joke, you know. So it, it, it better than throwing an axe at her, right? I know, better than throwing an axe at her, exactly. So I mean, come on, if you don't, and if you don't know what fencing is, look it up. I mean, all you're doing there is literally poking each other all day long. So it was funny as hell, but no, that was a that was a good event. I didn't really meet. Well, there were. I think I, we talked about this. I met three women. We talked about it on the self. Uh, what is it? Self worth. We yeah. talked a little bit about that one because I met there were three women that that were there that I didn't, you know, they were attractive, but yeah, they wanted kids. No, yeah, no, I'm not starting yeah. over. Yeah, at fifty. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. So um, you're going to college graduation. You're almost seventy. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I know, right? So I fell out of my chair. I just uh, fell out of my chair. There you go. Ain't doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But no, it's so I did this, uh, I did the axe throwing event, which is actually the second time I've done one for match. So I did one probably three, three years ago, four years ago. I did one through match as well. And I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. It, the nice thing about these matches, match events, and this is one of the things I enjoyed is you know going into it that everyone there has the same interest as you do. They all they all want to do axe throwing. You know what? And if you can talk about nothing else, there you go. That's that's something you can talk about. So that that for me was kind of cool. So um I had a lot of fun. Um I think I did pretty good at this event. Um, you know, me personally, I love axe throwing. Um me and my son, of course, um, when I buy my next house, we're actually going to build a axe throwing range in my backyard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's just, that'd be fun. It is. I can come over and you can teach me how to throw. Them. There you go. There you go. So, but I mean, that's just, it's something fun that we want to do. And, you know, so, um, and that's the kind of funny thing about it. So I'll tell this little really quick story. Um, I was sitting in the back on a little bench and this lady walks up and sits down next to me. Now, this is one of the women that came to the act deal. She in it with Match? Yeah, she was with Match. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, it was just one of the single ladies. Um, I wasn't attracted to her, but she was a nice lady. So, and she was on my team. So, I wasn't, I'm just at this point just having fun. Okay. Right. So, I'm not really worried about, but uh, so she walks up, she sits down next to me, and she said, um, it's a good day, isn't it? And I'm like, I look over and I said, 
Yeah, anytime I can throw an axe is a really great day. And she literally looks at me, she gets up, and she walks off. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't see anything wrong with that. I know, me either. I'm like... It probably just scared the crap out of her. She's thinking, oh, okay. He's an axe murderer, you know? Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean, you're at an axe-throwing event. I thought it was the proper comment. I mean, I thought it's funny. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. <laughs> but see, that's the funny thing. It's like, wait, wait, wait. That was sarcasm. That was wit. That was hilarious. What's wrong with your funny bone? I mean, no offense, but what the hell? You know? See, that goes back to that divorcees, single, yeah. frustrated, trying to meet people. I know. And you got an accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you ran out of coffee that morning, oh hell no. <laughs> well, you know, and it's funny because I actually made the joke. Okay, I did tell everybody your joke about you know divorcees, single, you know, right. you know, and everybody everybody laughed at it. But it was pretty funny. The uh, the trainer slash guy, the guy that runs the event that works for the uh, oh what is it Houston Axe is the name of the place. Um, He's sitting there and, you know, he does his normal routine and he's helping people out while we're playing these games. Um, The guy that I went to who did it four years ago, he made a hilarious joke and it was really effective. This guy didn't make it. So we're more than halfway through the class. And, you know, I, I'm I'm having a good day. I, I'm throwing pretty good, and I'm I'm starting to get into a groove. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself, and I and my team's kind of struggling a little bit. Um, normally, no offense, most women they're scared of an axe. So of course, you know they're they're just kind of lobbing it over there. They're just kind of barely, you know, some of them barely even make it to the wall. You know, so it's you know, right. it, I I don't know if it's just the sphere of of the axe or fear of it bouncing back. I don't know. But I look over and I said, you know, I said, I'm going to tell you a secret. And, um, this is my team. It's, it's, you know, we've got four girls, three guys on our team. And, uh, maybe it's, yeah. And I I look over and I said, I'm going to tell you a secret. And they were like, well, what's that? And I said, imagine your ex. Okay. (laughs) I said, when you look at the target, imagine your ex, and then throw the damn axe. <laughs> Here we go. Pissing them off, making them think about their ex. And if you look remotely like him, yeah. you're in trouble. Dude. Yeah, I'm in trouble. I know. But it was, Stay fu- behind him. it was funny as hell. So the lady who was up next, you know, I literally, I said, visualize an attack. What movie is that from? Oh, God. You caught me off guard. Water, I don't know. Waterboy. Visualize. Oh, see, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big, I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan. Uh, so okay, yeah, yeah. But visualize an attack. So I literally, you know, she's walking up and I'm like, visualize an attack, you know? And so she walks up, not lying, she walks up, she grabs the act, and she literally st- stalls for a second, looks at the target, throws the damn axe, and you know what? She threw it probably pretty damn hard, and it stuck. And I was nice. like, see, and I lo- she looked over and I was like, see, I was like, she's like, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, all you got to do, you got to, you got to psych yourself out. That's all. Right. That's what it's about. You know, 
So, but no, we had a we had a lot of fun. I met a girl that I probably would have asked out um, if her friend hadn't told me she wasn't single. So I'm kind of confused why she was at a singles event. Yeah. Right? <laughs> maybe she just wanted. Maybe she was bored and just wanted to throw an axe, or her and her husband got in a fight, and she just wanted, to, you know, whatever. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe she was the wing girl. You, you never know. Oh, maybe. You know. There you go. You know, she was a wing girl for a friend. I don't know. So, I did, I wasn't attracted to her friend. So you know, it's uh, it sucks, but it is what it is. You know. Right. So, but maybe they have something funny like paper mache or something that's not dangerous <laughs> swords axes oh my god what are we gonna go to a gun shooting competition next oh no oh no, dude no, no. yeah i don't <laughs> that would be fun but i don't know if i'd do that at a match event that 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 it may be pushing it there on the lock bowling yeah. bowling yeah you know that would be fun well you know they have a couple of well you know they have a couple of interesting events coming up but yeah they don't the scheduling is kind of really bad right now for me Latin dancing, eh. I did that one. I would do wine tasting. They they got one of those coming up, too. Yeah, I would do that. Sushi making. That, you and I talked about that. We need to do that. Yeah. That would be really the, cool. The scheduling's bad for me. That's the problem. Well. Yeah. So That'll and, be another one. Yeah, I know. And then barista. I don't see you and I get married anytime soon. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. My current luck, you're right. I won't have a date for another six months to a year. So Wait till you hear my story. You'll know why I don't get a date. Yeah, but see, your stories scare me into not dating. You know, so. I don't walk into the fire. uh, No, the fire just follows you around. Is that what you're saying? It falls in my, yeah, it falls on me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord. No, but yeah, no, I it, I will say my experience with match, unfortunately, well, fortunately, most of my dates, all my quality dates have been from match. I will say that generally right. I get quality people out of match. So because generally, if you have to pay for something, that means you're putting a little more investment into it. And Definitely going to take it a lot more serious. Yes. Take it more serious. So that has been. You know, um, pretty interesting, pretty good so far. My, the problem is, is if you've been on there so long, after a while you've seen everyone and everyone's seen you and it's just, there's nobody new and you're just kind of stuck in a rut. Until the new people come in. Yes. So sometimes it doesn't hurt. So I'm about to take six months off from match to let six months worth of new people show up and then I'll come back. Oh, well, there you go. You know, and I'll just... Maybe it's time to start hanging out at the grocery store or going to Sam's or to the mall or shop. I already do all that. You're not doing enough. I know. We're we're not going to meet anybody on a podcast. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. So, but no, that's pretty funny. But yeah, no, other than that, it it was a great event. I, I have, let's see, my last quality relationship came from match. So I will say it, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. So that's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just got on it, what, two weeks ago? Yes. And of course I'm new and fresh and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm having a lot of success. I'm saying I'm getting more responses and it's really interesting. Cause I got on match nine, eight years ago, like a year after my divorce. 
and I didn't get very many responses at all. But I think over the last nine years, I've studied up and learned how to say things to people to get them to respond. I mean, there's an art in it. There's no doubt there's an art in it. That wing girl method thing that's online, you know, I've been listening to that kind of stuff. And there's a podcast called Ask Women Podcast. And I listen to that and they teach you how women think. So, and also responding positively, you know, one of the things that I was doing today was when you start texting somebody on any site and then, you know, you kind of get to know them a little bit and then the night ends. Well, the next morning, what do you do? Good morning. Hope you have a nice day. You know, nobody wants to hear that. That gets boring really fast. And people either want to jump into texting or talking because you can get into more things. You can ask more questions when you're talking. Yes. And, or actually just jump right in. I actually read a, a profile that said, when we first text or connect within 48 hours, if we don't have each other's phone numbers and we're not talking on the third day or at least meeting very soon after, I'm done. Really? If that's too fast for you, swipe right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Three days. You know, because it does. It, it becomes monotonous and then it becomes dragging on. I mean, I'm going to have a couple stories tonight about you get on these websites that got on match, I get a response, right? Well, I respond, and now I used to respond. As soon as I'd get the notification on my phone, I'd respond almost immediately. Yeah. I would think about my response, and when I mean immediately, within two or three, maybe five minutes tops, I'm going to respond quickly. Well, but you're on short-term disability because of your shoulder. So, I mean, you're... But even still. I know. Even still, I mean... If I have the opportunity to respond to you as quick as I do, I'm going to respond as quick as possible. Well, yeah, but if you were at work, it, so it, it may be 30 minutes to that, an hour, though. I, you know, yeah. I want to respond. Even when I was working, you were going to say something. I think we kind of got a, a hesitation in the sound. Yeah, sorry about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. 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 So I, I, I do. When I get the notification, I try to look at it, respond as quick as I can. Even when I was working... Even if I was, you know, walked away from my phone for 10 minutes, but I would come back and respond. Some of these will ask a question at, say, 9 o'clock in the morning. And I'll wait now 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes to respond. And I'll respond to the question and then ask them a question back. Yeah. So that we can keep the banter going six hours later. And you can see on match, you can tell when people are online. Yeah. And it's like, what, what you know, well, I had a late. Hold on, hold on. Okay. So on that one, my problem is if you have match on your phone, I think it still reports you as online because you may still have the app active on your phone. Well, I mean, if you just got finished texting somebody, and yeah, that's true. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, no, no. Because, if you yeah, ask you could minimize it, I'm gonna we're gonna have to check into that. Yeah, yeah. If you minimize it, but it's still running in the background, your phone's like in lock mode. Yeah. It does it still show you online? We'll have to look into that. But so that's the one thing I had somebody actually reach out to me. Yeah. On match, and 
I really thought this lady was attractive. I mean, she was, you know, she she had all the credentials, all the things we both shared, and it says we had a ninety eight percent match. Really? That's that's pretty good. That's right? pretty damn good. So she reached out to me, and I responded. And I it now that I've been doing this a while, I waited thirty minutes. I wasn't going to immediately jump in there. Of course, I also wanted to read her profile. Yes. Look at all of her pictures. Reread it one more time before I responded to her. Okay. And all she said was, hello, Nick. And that was it. So I waited about 30 minutes and I responded, hey, you know, how's it going? I said, I checked out your profile. I said, we're, I said, we got a lot going on, you and I, LOL. I was trying to be funny. Yeah. And uh, I asked her a question. And three, four hours later, she responded. And then I waited 30, 45 minutes again and responded to her and didn't hear anything until after lunch the next day. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know if I, if I'm still the needy one or if I think I, at, at that point it gets to where I'm thinking this person and I might be overbalanced by saying they're a narcissist, but I think this person, if they're going to get online and get on match, it needs to be in their top priorities. Right. You know, don't get online and say, oh, well, I'll get a date when I feel like getting a date. Because women have the the power to just, they can walk in anywhere and all they got to do is show a guy attention and they're going to get him. Right. It's harder for men. Yeah. <clears throat> Not saying that they all can do it, but most of them. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. No, know. no, no. I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, so, and I but, guess my, my question to you, or, or my comment, is if you initiated the first comment, you would think that you would be apt to respond quicker and be more attentive to trying to find out. Absolutely. I mean, if you're the one that initiated it, if the girl texted you first, you would think that she's, you know, not unless she's trying to line up her fifth bow just in case the first four don't work out. Right. And that's possible, but, I mean, really? I mean, come on. So. So it got like that. And, of course, in the midst of this one particular situation, I reached out to another one and reached out to another one. So I got three of them that are texting and two of them, their text, their responses are very slow. Okay. And then one of them, her responses are like within 30 minutes or at one point we, we were texting for like two days, you know, just back and forth, banter back and forth. All right. Have a good night. You know, Good morning. I even said something. I'm I'm changing my tone. I don't say good morning. Hope you have a nice day. I'm like, make sure you go out there so, and make somebody smile today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, a good something one. really creative instead of just going, hey, have a good day. Yeah, you, exactly. You know? Yeah. Because that's what everybody hears. And yeah, you can say that. It says, make sure you smile at somebody today. Or, you know, you make I hope someone you smile. have a day yeah. that you make somebody smile or somebody makes you smile. And I actually said that to one lady. I'm like, if somebody does not make you smile, let me know. I'll do it. Yeah. You know, to get 
something different to get them to go double take what not just a typical hope you have a nice day you know so so i'm texting these ladies now mind you the one that i was really interested in she's a retired doctor she's retired already at 54 okay so you would think this woman had time on her hands but it obviously she's more busy than you are being a single dad with the job and kids. <laughs> so I came to the conclusion today that, well, you know, I, I, I put that, put that one away. I, I, at this point, I think she probably just ghosted me. So, yeah. and then I had another one. It was a good banter for a couple of hours, one evening after work. And then we, you know, we said, Hey, you know, it's getting pretty late. I'm a, I'm going to, Turn in for the night. Good night. Hope you have a great day tomorrow. And that was it. Nothing. That was it. Nothing. Really? And now the, yeah. And then after we get off this podcast, I'm going to make a phone call to one that actually, she's another retire, retiree, and she's in her early 50s. I mean, she's got money. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But <clears throat> she responds. And she asks questions, and she's engaging, and she's funny. That's, and that's really that's positive, though. That's really good. Yeah, that's but see, that's what I'm saying. That's the one thing that that I'm about. If I'm interested in you, then I'm gonna make you a focus. You're you're gonna be in my priority list. Granted, right now I'm on short term disability with my shoulder, and yeah, I'm really not doing anything. But I'm not gonna crowd you and bug you. For example, the one that I was talking about that just kind of closed off, she was texting me one morning, and I said, I said, hope work isn't too busy today. Make sure you, you know, make sure you make somebody smile. I think she was the one that I said that. And she said, yeah, I got two critical papers that I have to finish up by the end of the day and turn over to a, to accounting, excuse me. And I said, well, get her done, girl. Have a good time at it. We'll text later after work. Right. And she said, thank you. That way she could not worry about it, focus on it, because we had just met, and I didn't want to bombard her with text messages and all that stuff, so I let her go, you know. And <clears throat> I guess she's waiting for me to text now, but I haven't because we got into this podcast. But I, I, that's the thing I don't get. If you're going to respond to somebody, then respond and then go, okay, you know, I'm not feeling it or just, you know, the ghosting thing really sucks. And I, I want to quit doing it, you know, and I don't want, I don't like it when people do it to me. So I'm learning a hell of a lot about this online dating tricks and, you know, what to say and how to say it and how to be more creative. Cause oh, good morning. You know, yeah. hope you have a nice day. Hey, how would, you know, at five fifteen or five Oh one text, Hey, how was your day? That people probably go, oh, this this SOB's he's needy. Yeah. Oh no 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 so, no. I, okay, I I gotta I gotta interrupt. So so on your profile though, is it pretty short? Is it long? I it's two paragraphs. Well, that's so not maybe bad. six to eight sentences per paragraph. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I actually. <laughs> so. I was having really, I was getting pissed off at the the match crowd, and and I will tell you that I 
did put some stuff in my match profile um, that was really kind of, I don't know, confrontational. <laughs> oh, good. See, I love that because I want to go in and go, what the hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly, right? <laughs> so, you know, I, I will say, so um, I do talk about my son and my um, and my profile. Right. Um, and then I make a comment about, um, oh, what is it? You know, just general kind of. Um, I talk about the the suicide uh, foundation, you know, and how I support them, you know, because that gives you a little bit of, you know, maybe information about who I am. Do you know what I mean? And so I use yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I use that, and I, I and I put a little bit about myself. Um, I used to have a really. You know, I actually made the comment, you know, that I'm I'm about the most honest person you can meet, and it's you know brutally honest, and and then of course I make the comment, nobody wants drama. If you have your own, keep it to yourself. I don't want to be part of it, you know. Um, but I remember, and, and it, I did remove it from my profile, but um, it was funny as hell. Um, some people won't think so. Some people are going to be like, what the hell, Jay? Why in the hell would you put this on your profile? I actually told a girl that I put it in my profile, showed it to her. And she said, you're never going to get a date again. She's <laughs> sad. She's probably right. Um, but I actually, I wrote in something about, um, I'm going to sound like an ass. Um, but if you look like, you know, you've given up. Um, if you're, if, if you look like you've given up on your weight, I'm not going to be interested in, because I haven't given up on my, you know, and it came across really kind of, it did come across really assholeish, but I, at the time I was a little pissed off because of something that had happened. And so I just kind of was like, you know what? Screw all of you, you know, I just put right. it out there. So it, it's really kind of a horrible thing. I shouldn't have done it. But essentially, I mean, we've talked about this, you know, everyone has their, you know, I guess, preferences. And so for me, um, I don't mind if a girl is, is overweight. I just don't want someone that's given up. I'm right. st- I'm still trying to get back in shape and I don't want someone that's going to enable me to get, no offense, bigger. I don't want to. I want to get healthier. Right. And, that- and yeah, there's a, I agree with you about the weight. Yeah. I- I don't have a problem with them being, you know, whatever you want to say, the phrase curvy, chunky, whatever. You yes, know? exactly. Because I'm 30 pounds overweight. And if you got a five foot girl and she's 30, 40 pounds overweight, she's going to be a chunky little thing. Yes. Probably cute as hell. And I don't have a problem with that. But now if she's five foot and she's, you know, 80 pounds overweight. Yeah. You know, that's when you, you, you either have an obesity problem, you know, with your body configuration and that going on or you just have you, you've quit you yeah, know you've quit just you, you, yeah you quit trying and you're happy with where you're at or you yeah and that's just not my and and i ride motorcycles and a girl's five foot tall and 250 pounds it'll be very hard for her to get on the bike number one number two it's going to be hard for me to maintain the bike yeah and be comfortable about it when you're when you're you know yeah uh, she's five eight you know, then you got a whole different ball game there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you on all that. 
Yeah, and I know it sounds really crappy. Yes, women, you can curse me out. I don't care. It's a personal preference. I've actually talked to a couple of my friends who are women, and they were like, don't be ashamed of it. Be who you are. Be you. Be you. Yeah, be me. And I'm not ashamed of it. I just, maybe I shouldn't have put it on my dating profile. Well, you know what I do is... Because I was on the Facebook thing, that's free. You know, you just yeah, put yeah. something out there and you see what kind of response you get. And I would change my my profile paragraph or whatever you want to call um, the thing about me. Yes. I would change it once a week. Really? Yeah. But what I do is the profiles that I read that intrigue me, I incorporate that into my profile. Okay. Like one of the things that I never said in my profile until I got on match was I saw a lady's profile and it literally caught me off guard because I didn't even, didn't even notice her picture. I literally swiped right and scrolled up and went straight to her profile without even actually looking at her. And it immediately says, I'm looking for a man that understands the meaning of mutual respect. And I freaked out and scrolled back up to see who it was. And I actually, you know, I hit her little heart thing, you know, or swipe left on it. Of course, she never responded. But yes, she did. No, she did. We talked for a little bit. But the mutual respect thing is one of the things that you and I have been talking about. Oh, yeah. 100%. Honesty, loyalty, trust, integrity. You know, those are the things that we want to incorporate into our lives. And when it said mutual respect, I'm like, boom. When I got on match, first thing out of the gate, I'm looking for a woman that understands the meaning of mutual respect. And you would not believe the responses I'm getting from that. Good for you. The following line is loyalty, honesty, trust, and integrity are very important in my lifestyle. Right. And then the next one is, you know, I'm a stud and, you know, I, no, I'm yeah. <laughs> Hey, it, what, it's good to see that you get your self-worth has come back up, man. All right. right? See, I, there you I'm go. I'm a six now, not yeah. a four or five, right? Whatever. <laughs> so. But no, I, that's what I've been doing. And in the, in the ones that I've been reading, I will incorporate that. And now that I have quite a bit of time on my hands until I go back to work. Yes, I've, I have read a lot and I've googled a lot of things and i've researched a lot of things so it's it's important to me i want to understand women okay i won't ever be able to do that but if i can understand their thought process i mean granted we talked about the five love languages and men are for mars women are for venus those books i've read them and so maybe i didn't learn that much from reading them but i'm learning more now in the last couple years of being single right than anything so with all that being said now i'll tell the story <laughs> of what happened that you've been dying for me to tell okay so yeah. this this is a good one folks uh, holy crap this is yeah, this, this is... one's for the record books right here it just it falls apart quick so meet on bumble okay very attractive lady she's five five i'm five five so that's almost that's on my iffy part, you know, a lot of women that are taller than me aren't interested in a shorter guy, blah, blah, blah. You know, the six, six, six we talked about and all that. So we met, we bantered back and forth, had great banter. This lady works. I mean, she has a good job. She's got two daughters that have 
PhDs in astrophysics and computer science and, you know, so very well uh, rounded lady. So we banter back and forth for two or three days. Then we decided to look each other's Facebook accounts up and we did that. And I was intrigued. She was intrigued. We gave each other phone numbers. We texted and then we decided to meet on a Friday afternoon, like around two o'clock. And she said to me, why do you want to start that way? She's, she says, if the date goes sour real fast and you can leave and go hang out with your buddies. And I said, no, think about the other way. If the date goes really well, we got a lot of time to get to know each other. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so write this down. Do not ever do that again. What? <laughs> Don't start it early at like 2 o'clock. Listen to you. <laughs> Never do it. No, no, no. Yeah, Just, let it go into the late night. Don't ever start early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it, yeah, do a normal five, six o'clock after work kind of thing on a Friday, and if it goes well, great. Then hey, we'll let's pop over to this little place. It's quiet and on the water, whatever. So we went to a place called Craft Ninety Six. Okay, and I'd never been there. It's one of her favorite places. She said they really have good food there, but it's a beer place. Yeah, they have ninety six different flavors of beer. Yeah. And she's been harassing me because all I do is drink Bud Light. I'm not a, I don't drink liquor. I don't, you know, I just have a couple beers. That's all I do, you know, especially because 90% of the time I'm driving and I ain't doing all that. So we meet there and we buy beers and we're talking and we're, we're having a great time. So anyway, we, we ate dinner. We left there and we went to this other place and she ordered another beer and ordered me a Bud Light and gave me a hard time about it. But she's drinking these IPAs, these, these beers that have, six, eight, and 10, and 11% alcohol, where I'm drinking the little 3%, whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, she's drinking two to my one. Okay, so she's slamming them pretty good. She's slamming them, and they're 16-ounce draft beers, and I'm drinking a 12-ounce Budweiser, Bud Light, and we both drove there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden, the work she starts slurring her words. And I'm like, okay, you know, we're, we need to, you know, get up and dance or, you know, go walk or let's go find some place to get a snack. This is the first date. First date. Yeah. So she goes, no, let's just walk over to this place over here, which is another bar right next door to the parking lot where we were. Right. So I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay. <laughs> By the time we got there, I guess all those beers had hit her. She was no longer walking in a straight line. Okay. First date. I know. Prominent. She actually has a PhD, and she worked. I'm not going to say who she works for, cause, but it's a very big, it's, it's the largest software company in the world. Can I say that? Yeah, there you go. So we walk in. She walks up to the bar, and she's arguing with the bartender because they don't have the right beer that she wants because she's very picky about her beers. Yeah. So they finally settle on something, and he, he looks at me and rolled his eyes. He goes, and what can I get you? And I'm like, Bud Light, dude. I'm good. He's like, he looks at me, and he says, doesn't say, he just kind of mouths the word at me. She wasn't looking, and he said, thank you. Yeah. And he <laughs> rolled his eyes. He didn't say it. He just mouthed it. Yeah. So we get over to the table, and I took two sips of my beer, and hers was gone. And I'm like, okay, I, we need to make an exit. So I said, I said, all right, you know, that's pretty late. Because at this point, it's like 8 o'clock. We've been 
hanging out for four or five hours already, six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been slamming so up she down. Goes, yeah. yeah, she goes, no, let's go outside. Because they had an outside portion of this of this place we're at. So she walks outside, and she said, where do you want to sit? I said, let's sit in that table over there because we had to walk through a couple tables to get to it, but it was kind of private so we could at least talk. Right. She walks by a, a table with a guy and his son sitting there, and the son was probably in his 30s or 40s. He was probably in his 60s. She grabs a chair, pulls up a chair, and sits down with him. <laughs> sits down with the father and son who look like they're having a good time. And I said, hey, I'm, I said, I'm sorry. I, I, let's go sit at this table over here. She goes, no, let's hang out with these guys. They're good looking. And I'm going, this is a first date. Yeah, I know, right? And at this point, you know, she's staggering. Yeah, yeah. So I pretty much, she doesn't have anything to drink at this point. And I wasn't going to order her one. And I don't think she was coherent enough to order her another beer because I think the bartender would have cut her off. That's how bad shape she was. Okay, okay. So I didn't sit down at the table. I stood with my arm on the chair. And they're like, we introduced ourselves and all that. They're like, Nick, sit down. Have a seat. They weren't rude. They were like, Nick, have a seat. And I'm like, no, I've been sitting. I'm I'm fine. And they're like, wow, you're making me nervous. And I'm like, don't mean to. I'm sorry we interrupted your conversation. They're like, oh, no. And, of course, she's cutting us off. And yeah. so I'm t- now it's just me and the dad talking and the son and her talking. And then out of nowhere, she gets up and walks off. I'm like, okay. And they're like, wow. And I'm like, yep, first and last date we got going on right here. Yeah. So at that point, I kind of, you know, put my hand on her, you know, between her elbow and her shoulder. I didn't grab her, didn't yank her up or anything like that. I'm like, and I pulled her close to me and I said, come on, let's get out of here. And she's like, okay, I'm drunk. And I'm like thinking to myself, okay, thank God. She knows it. She admits it. Hopefully she's going to allow me to take care of her at this point. Right. Right. Because she drove there. So how's she going to get home? Right. Yeah. So we walk out the front door. There's a lady laying on the ground and a guy leaning over her. And this lady just decides she's going to go help this woman. And I'm like, no, leave them alone. They're fine. Her boyfriend or whoever, brother, whatever, is, is there. And she's like, no. So she pulls this girl up and she hugs her. And they start walking back into the bar. And the guy had turned and walked behind her. And I'm like, Dude, we got these awesome women here. We just need to take care of them or something. I said something nice to the guy. So as I walked over, there was another lady standing at the door with the door open going, come on, get inside, get inside, because the police were parked right there right. in their car. So then again, I grabbed, I reached under, under her, you know, above her elbow and yeah. touched her arm. And I'm like, come on, let's go. And she's like, no, I need to help her. And I'm like, they got it. Her family's with her. She's fine. Yeah. Then she starts yelling at me. F you, we need to help this girl. And I'm like, no, come on. And the police are looking at us. So she finally turns and she's already cussing at me. That girl could be, they could be trafficking her. And I'm going, oh my God. So at that point, the guy, before I could get her to move, the guy comes out and he goes, you got a fucking problem with me, boy? And I'm like, dude, I don't have a dog in this fight. And I grabbed her arm at that point, And I'm like, come on, let's go. 
He's like, you better fucking run, you bald head. And I'm going, oh, my God. So we finally, of course, the cops were there, thank God. We finally walk over into the parking lot, and she's cussing me. You didn't let me help that woman, and they could kill her, and she's going off the deep end. She's just. Well, she's drunk, so, drunk. She's an angry drunk. Yeah, she's angry drunk. And I'm going, man, I, how am I going to get, what am I going to do now? I'm like, look, you can't drive. I'm fine. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm fine. So she gets in her car. No, no, no. Yeah, she gets in her car, and my truck's parked right there. So I'm like, get out. And she locked the, you know. So I went and got in my truck, and I turned my truck on. And she started her car. Of course, you know, I'm like sober as a clam now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? She started her car up, and I called her on her cell phone. And it took her, you know, 30 seconds, a minute to find her cell phone, get it out of her purse, whatever. And she's like, what? I'm like, you need to turn your car off and take the key out of the ignition. She's like, I'm not driving. I said, if the key's the ignition, they can get you for a DUI. Turn the car off and take the key out of the ignition. So she did, which was nice because she listened to me. And I said, what are you going to do now? I said, come get in the truck and I'll take you home. I'm not getting in your effing truck. And she gets out of her car and walks to the corner of the main main street. Yeah. And she stands there on the corner and I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's going to take an Uber. I'm just going to sit here. So I'm sitting there in my truck and another truck pulls up and it's this other guy. And I get out. He goes, dude, you're not going back in that bar because that guy's looking for you. I'm like, nope, we're done. So I, I looked up when he drove off and I couldn't find her. And now I'm panicking. Yeah. So I drive back around past the cops, drive over to the other side where I could see her not getting on the main street, and she's still standing on the corner. And then all of a sudden, she starts walking back to her car. So I'm like, oh, no. So I drive back around, drive back over, and I park right next to her car. She gets in her car again and starts it up. I call her. We do it again. I said, look, if you're not going to call an Uber, just come over here and get in my truck, and I will take you home. So she. She's hung the phone up. She got all her stuff, got in my truck, and I just drove. I didn't want to fight. I wasn't going to argue with her. I was calm. I was sober. I was good. So I just turned to her, and I said, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where you live. You're just going to have to tell me. And she says, fine. Fuck you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. So we're driving. Turn here, left, turn right, you know, on this neighborhood. And on the way there, she goes, you're not even going to talk to me? And I'm thinking, what am I, what can I say that, because she's trying to pick a fight now. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, she's an angry drunk. Yeah, she's an angry drunk. So I responded with, now you know why I drink Bud Light. (laughs) She had zero response for that. About that time, she goes, stop here. She gets out of the truck. She doesn't walk into the house. She walks around the side of the house in the dark area and then turns around and stands there. And I'm like, well, that's my cue. I pulled, backed up, and I took off. And she was still staying there. And I'm thinking, that's not her house. She doesn't want me to know where she lives. Exactly. She's embarrassed. And I drove off. Never heard from her again. Good for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. You don't have things like that. Just me. Only me. Okay, but, you know... It's like, I don't know how to respond to that. You know, I have my own fair share of crazy first dates. I mean, come on. Now, I will say that one 
probably takes the cake. You know, after our crazy first dates episode, I, I still think yes. you, that one probably took the cake. Because you almost, what, you almost had to run in with the cops. You had some random guy looking for you trying to pick a fight because of well, something. Got in jail with that. Yeah, because but of I this did, yeah. random girl who, you know, whatever. And this, and this first date girl is flirting with some guy at another table. And then, you know, I mean, you know, it's... It, you said she was talking to the son. Was she flirting with the son whenever she was sitting at that other table? At, at this point, I was <laughs> oblivious to what she was saying or doing because I'm trying to, I'm coming up with an exit strategy. Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for my moment to go, you need to go. Because I couldn't do it. Here's the part about you and I talking about integrity. I'm not going to walk out of that bar and leave her there. Right. There's no way I could do that. I would never. If I would have done that, just walked away from her, and she got in her car, killed herself, or killed somebody, or you, God forbid anything bad, yeah, I would never forgive myself. Granted, no, I, I might not ever find out, but if I did, that would devastate me. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely mean, devastate me. She could have gone home with some random guy who beat her, you never know, yeah. raped her. I mean, she was drunk. She wasn't fully... Well, she did tell me a story about the last guy she dated. He was physically abusive to her. What the hell? And after the date, I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you might, you know, nobody deserves physical abuse. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Nobody in this world deserves physical abuse. Oh, yeah, 100%. But Nick's Amber Alert's going, going off. off. Yeah, like all five, however many phones I got, they're all going off. Yeah. So nobody deserves that, but she looked like she was the type that created drama, you know, especially when she drank. Yes. She was she was drunk, created drama. Yeah. And on her post or her profile, I'm not drama. I want mutual respect. I want honesty, loyalty, and trust. And this woman broke every rule in her profile. On her first date. On a first, yeah. Not even like on the second or she third. She a year. I know, right? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> she wasn't so narcissistic that she suckered me in and did everything that I wanted her to do and treated me like a king until, boom. Oh, no. She threw it all out there in the first date. Yeah, there you go. Holy crap, dude. So, yeah, I, I can't, I can't even fathom that kind of craziness but i will say it did take a lot of integrity for you to not walk away from that situation i could have easily got thrown in jail for all that oh, easily yeah yeah but i mean just because i was with her yes yes because they could have assumed oh this is her boyfriend you know if this is a problem you know there's a million different things but right yeah Dude, that that's an insane first date story. That's that's and you met her on Bumble, which is really crazy. Yes. Yeah. Know. So she pays to get on the site. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean. Yeah. But still, even though we we talked about, you know, when it's free, you know, you you you're going to get even the guys and girls, both of them. Not just focusing my attention on the women, but. Yeah, they're gonna go. Oh well, I'm single and I'm not meeting anybody. I'll just throw my stuff out here and see what happens. Yes. You know, when you get on something like Facebook, it's numbers. Yes. You it's... go through 500 profiles, and you know somebody's gonna respond. Yes. 
So. No, I, I agree with that that comment. So my and, and I guess see that story right there is what scares me about online dating. Yep. That one story right there is is that's enough to be like, holy crap, do I even wanna you know, so I will say though, I match for me has been pretty good. So I I'm gonna I like I said I'm gonna take six months off, but you know. I um it's it's coming up on the holidays anyway, so I mean honestly, it's not gonna hurt anything for me to take six months off. Oh, but not to say something else about that, but the holidays now's when you're gonna get more responses and a little bit more motivation for for women that don't normally want to reach out that kind of are old school, they want you to reach out to them. Now that it's getting close to the holidays and they're single and they don't have anybody for the holidays, this is where women are actually going to reach out because they don't want to go through the holidays alone. Okay. Usually you'll get more hits, at least statistics, because like I said, I'm I'm on short-term disability, so I'm doing a lot of reading. Valentine's Day, July 4th, all the holidays, all of them, Halloween, women are going to respond or try harder yes. to reach out to somebody. If somebody walks up to him in a grocery store and they're not George Clooney, but uh, they're okay, they're going to talk to him longer and do the giggle hair flip and, you know, flirt more than they would, you know, in, in the middle of August. No, that's a fair point. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That is a fair point. So, you know, I guess that's part of the reason why I wanted to start doing these single events is because it gives you a chance to try to be comfortable, natural, and just have fun and show the fun side, you know, while meeting other singles. It doesn't always work out, but it's, it's a nice concept, you know? Face to face is so much better. Yes. 100%. So, you know, and, and I had, like I said, I had fun at the singles event. So, you know, my kids aren't there. I mean, damn, I can't do anything anymore without one of my kids with me. So, you know, going to this, doing this event, you know, it's, it's nothing but adults and my age and are somewhat my age. Uh, you know, I think the youngest was 35 at the latest event. So, right. That's not bad. No, it's, it's not bad. So. But, uh, See, now, when you're ready to get back into the game, you and on and you think about signing up for events and adventures. Okay. Because I don't know if you, you know what that's, you know what that's, right? Well, I don't have a problem with doing that right now. I, I just may take a break from match, not necessarily oh, well. from dating, but maybe from match. Maybe I'll sign up for six months of eHarmony. Oh, there you go. You know. That's not a bad deal. No. I haven't had any luck at eHarmony, though. You know, I don't know if I'm religious. I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I don't go to church on a weekly basis. You know, so eHarmony is more, you know, Christian or or even Christian mingle. They're more, you know, on that side of things. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair point. I have an issue because of my past with churches and the way they run their business and their manipulation and stuff like that. I'm not saying all of them, 
I'm just saying the ones that I've run into were, you know, they just weren't good churches. Maybe I just got unlucky a few times, and now I'm kind of soured on the church as a whole. No, which is don't get me wrong. Like I said, some of them are good, some of them are bad. Well, and so and so, I'm going to comment on this in the way we we'll get back to dating, but um, just remember, church is made up of people, and people are not perfect. Right. Let's just be honest. So you know. It, it 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 is you you may have run into someone that just you know something didn't happen whatever you know there are a couple of churches out there i know really good churches good people but i've been to a couple of churches where i'm like i just didn't feel right and it right. didn't feel comfortable something about it didn't fit so it wasn't wasn't your fit it just wasn't my fit so you know what it has it, there's nothing wrong with that people are people you know so uh, there's no, yeah, I'm hoping to come back on this the next time we do online dating and have positive, motivated, really funny, good stories. Yeah. It would be <laughs> nice to have one of those. Maybe even if you're like, Oh yeah, I'm dating someone. We're not going to be doing an online dating much anymore. You know, that would be, I still want to be your wingman. That's not very respectful to her, but yeah, no, no, no. I mean, no, you're, you're, you're fine, man. You know, I wouldn't dare. But you know, if I if I met somebody, I, I wouldn't dare. I would want to, but I wouldn't do that because that's not that's not. I wouldn't want her to do that. No, a exactly. Man for a girlfriend. I wouldn't want her going out to the bar trying to pick up dudes for her single girlfriend. Exactly. Exactly. You no, know, that's just not. I wouldn't ever. I wouldn't dare do that. That's just so disrespectful. Yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. No, and you know, you know, the goal here is for both of us to get off of these websites. So, um, yes. you know. If this was the last online dating episode, I would be perfectly okay with that. I would too. Yes. So, um, you know, sorry fans, but if you're looking for the funny stories, yeah, we'll keep bringing them to you as they happen. But if we can ever stop, you know, that's sorry. It is what it is. You know, the cool, the cool part about that, let's say, Jay, we finally meet somebody and we're seeing them. Yes. I mean, like full time. Maybe not living with them, but we're dating, and we've decided to make it exclusive. Do you realize how many funny stories can come out of just dating the same person? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. I, yes. I mean, even being married, I could do oh, I could do tons of episodes on the funny things that happened in our lives growing up with the kids and all that. Yes, but are they <laughs> going God, to I be I just okay with us sharing those? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, no, they won't. Come on. I would. Yeah, I know. I don't have a, you would. You know me. Yeah, but come on. Most women are not going to be comfortable with you sharing their deep sark. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd, go that, I don't you know know if I'd I mean. go that far. I know, but you know but what I mean. I would, like, just to, I'm not going to tell the whole story, but uh, we were married, and we went through a funny scenario with the kids in the middle of the night, and we told our friends on the patio, and I even looked at her to show her the respect. I'm like, Honey, we've got to tell this story. We absolutely have to tell this story. And she was reluctant, but at the end of it, she said, I'm glad you told that story because everybody had basically kind of the same situation, and it was unbelievably funny. So in that in that instance, if she would have looked at me and said, I, I'm too embarrassed, I would have not told the story because I would, never wanted to disrespect whoever I'm with. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. 
So, you know, it, it, it goes back to, you know, we're, we're trying to bring you great content. And if we ever meet someone, hey, we'll bring them on the show and let them share their funny stories, you know, and, and uh, be part of the, the, the fun. We so. actually do have several people that want to do an online dating that we need to, we need to plan one. So we could actually do something and, and listen to their stories. Yes, we can. Because we've gotten quite a bit of email and we've talked to some people that they're constantly going, I want to be on your podcast. You know, well, first I, we have to vet a couple of them because we don't know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, some of these, they, they actually, it's a couple of women who actually want to give the female perspective of the online dating. And their experiences, yeah, think- and so that'll be an interesting kind of twist because, you know, being able to talk it out and being straight, honest, you know, and, and you know, being kind of uh, considerate of each other's feelings, I think is key. Yeah, very much, very much, because that's what I'm. I really, and I don't think I'm ever going to do it. I'm never going to learn to be able to understand women. But I want to be able to do it enough that when I do find that one, that she knows that I'm working every day towards that goal. And if I can find one that's working towards the goal to understand us as men, then I'm set. See, I I, I will disagree with you. What? Yes. I know. It's a what? horrible thing. Why? Why? Because I don't want her to work on understanding men. All I care is if she works on understanding me. Well, that's what I mean. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Because, I mean, I mean it, I've had a lot of people tell me, you're not like most men. I mean, even some of our fans have emailed us, and they were like, you know, you guys, you're nice guys. You're not I like the that. normal, you know, and you're very much, oh, what, what was the term that some of them have used? You know, um, self-aware. You know, right? It it, it's see. That's what I'm saying. If I found a woman that was self-aware, and it's not just in a in a in a spousal or dating relationship that I'm talking about wanting to learn more about women. I'm talking about my sister and my mother and my cousins. Yes. You know, all the females in my life, coworkers. Right. So when they talk, here's a quick example. One of my coworkers was getting a divorce and she always had long, beautiful blonde hair and blue eyes. She's a beautiful girl, absolutely gorgeous. And she came working in, walking in the next day, cut it all off, like super short. And I've worked with this woman for 12 years and she's always had it long. Well, I was living with somebody at the time and I went home and I'm like, oh my God, she cut all her hair off. And she looked at me and she said, Nick, she's going through a divorce. When she looks in the mirror, she sees the same female and she doesn't want to see the same female anymore, and she wants to change her appearance. Yep. And it was like a light bulb going off. I don't, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. You know, and that's those are the kind of things that I want to learn so that if I see somebody doing that, I know something's going on, and they need somebody to be polite and nice and, you know. Understanding. You want, yeah, exactly. Understanding. You want an ear? I got it. You know. Empathetic. That's what I mean. Yeah, empathetic. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, don't, I understand. Don't huh? I know a lot of narcissistic women, not any empathetic ones. Oh, come on. I'm trying now. to find the empathetic ones. Oh, come on. I know you know some empathetic uh, women. Do you think the drunk that I went out with a couple Fridays ago was empathetic? No. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying you know some empathetic one, uh, women. 
you may not be dating them. They may be already <laughs> married, but you know some empathetic oh, well, women. You know what? Yeah. I, I was just focused on the dating world because we're talking about the dating world. But yes, you are correct. You know, that's the that's so, the challenge because all the empathetic women are already snatched up. So it makes it very challenging. Yes, so very much. And you're it, right. No, it does make sense because I've seen couples that, I, that I've known for years and years and years. And you're like, I wish I had what they have. Yes. How do they do that? That's when I got started in it. Of course, it was after the divorce that I actually started studying on it. Which was my bad. I should have done it before, but um, well, yeah. But I mean, you know, that's 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 an episode in itself, right? Because there was at one time you thought I had one of the best marriages, and obviously not because I'm well at that time. Maybe you did. Maybe I was married for twenty years, and it wasn't all it wasn't all bad. No, I know. I mean, I know. You know the. The first 15 were amazing. It was, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we had our fights and our arguments, but still, you know. Yeah. We all we went out on our dates, and we enjoyed each other, and we respected each other, you know. Yeah, that's She a fair never point. had affairs on me, and I never had affairs on, you know. Yeah. All the integrity stuff we had. Uh, see, there you go. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, no, it's, and I know there's some single empathetic women out there. I'm not saying there's not. It's just generally they get snatched up really quickly. So. Right, so I'll find one, and she's going to have a friend. Okay, or or you find one, and she's got to have a friend. That's yeah. how that works. Yeah, that's how that works, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Don't bring the non-single friend to a singles event, people. Yes, do not do that. Yeah, yeah. in my last two-year relationship, which was about a year and a half, she did that all the time. She would go out with her single friend, and now here's the caveat to that. She wouldn't go to the places that we go. She would go out of our little town to a bar that I've never heard of and don't know where it's at Yep. with her single friend, and, oh, we're not picking up guys. Right. And see, I'm not the guy that you're going to be out with your friend. I'm not going to text you or do any of that. Right. So I would go out to Taco Tuesday with my buddies and I would go to a certain place and she would know leaving the house at X amount of time. This is where we're going. We're going to be there till such and such a time. And then I'm coming home. All right. And, I may run a few minutes late, but for the most part, yeah, here's the general you know, time. Yeah. This is to let you know where I'm at, what I'm doing and who I'm with. All right. Okay. And blowing up my phone constantly. Hey, I got a quick question. I'm sorry to bother you. I'm so sorry to bother you. What is that all about? That's jealousy and insecurity on her part because it's, but it's okay for her to go. I, I live in Baytown. She went out to Atascacita to your area to some place. And what? yeah, 40 yeah, minutes yeah. away. Yes. Okay. With the, with the girl that was looking for a man. Uh, okay. Yeah. That right there is pure disrespect. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I, I, you know, I had to get rid of that one, and she's still blowing up my phone today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because she, she's a narcissist. Well, because you're a good guy, and she knows it. Yeah, well, she, she played honest. me like a fiddle, like a like a perfectly honed fiddle. Okay. Yeah, I know. Well, dude, I know, I know. We, we we ran a little yeah. long in this episode. 
But, it was uh, awesome. Yeah, no, it was. Um, you know, for those of you who care, I, I will say Match has been really good. My personal view. Um, I, even one of my really good friends, um, he, his current wife, he met on Match. And they've been married 13 years now. They're going to retire soon. And, you know, they love it. So it, it's, uh, you know, give it a shot if you haven't. So. Yeah, if you're single and you want to do it. So I'm having... I'm not, I'm a little frustrated with it, but I don't think it's matched. It's my frustration. It's the women, you know, maybe I'm not creative enough to get them to respond. Or, but like I said, I've only been on it for a week, maybe two. Yeah. And as soon as we get off this, I'm calling the lady for the first time right after this. Yeah. Good for you, man. Maybe something yeah. will come out of it. You never know. Shall see. Yep. I will so- let you know. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, you know, of course, follow, you know, share our podcast. We hope you enjoy the content. We enjoy bringing it to you. Um, anything from you, Nick? Oh, sir. I love y'all. Don't forget to follow us again. Send us some email if you got some insight. If you want to come on the show, you know, let us know. Yeah, exactly. We are trying to work up a schedule for some of that. Um, you know, we've had a couple of people already, so, um, look forward to, uh, you know, hearing from you guys. So Nick, of course, from me, love you, man. Love you, brother. Yep. And, uh, peace out.